right, we're here. We are here. So I'm Demetrius. And I'm Demetrius. And Meach and Meach presents Blurred City Podcast. All right. So today we are doing the Equalizer 3 movie review, a movie that we were both super excited for. Uh, we are both on a bit of a time crunch, so this is kind of going to get treated similar to our weekly recap episodes. We're trying to keep it under an hour. Uh, so with that, hit us with the legal spiegel. Purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media. All sorts of reference are owned by the respective companies and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own and reflect no biases or corporate agendas. Your discretion is advised. All right. So we're going to start always with the what's hot. There is one super thing that everyone's been talking about, Meech. You can probably cover it, but what you got? What's hot? All right. So I'm going to touch that one last. Uh, okay. Anime wise, you know, One Piece going going crazy, going crazy. Uh, Bleach still phenomenal even though uh no episodes dropping this week and and then there's also uh we also have zom 100 still mm-hmm. picture perfect and then of course we got ourselves ahsoka go check out our episodes on uh our weekly reviews for ahsoka's episodes one two and three uh episodes one and two are completely are in one episode so an- another thing uh that's also been on the pipeline you know future rama's back and and that one's actually just moderately okay. I mean, it's not nothing to write home about, but it, it's an all right. It's all right for, for a revival. And and yeah, just yeah, and just uh general shenanigans before I talk about the the big one. Oh yeah, Mortal Kombat one coming out. Yes. I'm about to that, yes. <laughs> that I'm about to lose uh lose all my sleep on. And then Spider Man two will be coming shortly afterwards. And then uh good. Goodbye to the Blurred City podcast. Yes. That'll be a party of one. But but yeah, before we get into the big one, what you got? All right, just for that. So Jujutsu Kaisen has come back. The Shibu incident has begun. I'm Ooh. close to catching up. I was doing that literally uh, today before we recorded. When you were like, "I'm ready to hop on," so I'm almost there. Uh, uh, Bungo Stray Dogs. Yes, Bungo Stray Dogs is going crazy right now. And then next week, we will be doing the Nun 2 movie review. So that's something if you just want to keep up to date with the podcast when we're reviewing, check out the Nun 2, and we're going to go with that. All right. Uh, yeah, be on the lookout for the horror. But uh, the, the biggest thing that dropped, the One Piece of live action series. Eight episodes, each roughly an hour long. And from the pipe line apparently is really good it's perhaps one of the first live action uh anime adaptations that work uh and i still have not seen it yet that's what we're going to be doing for the labor day uh the, the for our day off uh, mm-hmm. besides sleeping and and yeah just apparently it's it's really nice but what i what i've also heard is that they condensed a lot of the story uh they condensed it into eight episodes which i think uh Man, if y'all can condense uh, the entire first couple arcs into uh, eight episodes, I, I'm gonna need y'all to keep coming out with them like on a weekly basis. Cause uh, yeah, if, if you want to get the One Piece audience, if you want to get regular people into One Piece, yes. they're already off put by like a, a thousand and eighty chapters. Mm. Uh, now to see the ep- the episode count reach that number two, I think this is a good jumping off point for them. Yeah, I definitely want to tap in with that. I know Oda is directly involved with it, so that's something that probably helps with it. You know, just not something that they're taking and running with um, on their own. Not uh, Hollywooding it, which uh, let's go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room. Um, oh, the, the, the the announcement that you gave me yesterday that I was not uh, privy to. So we know that uh, that these 
you know, that Hollywood isn't paying their peoples. And as such, uh, many of the actors, many of the writers, they've gone on strike. SAG, you know, uh, legendary. But now the video game industry is going under too. So as such, many of the video game industry is going on strike, which means Mortal Kombat 1 and Spider-Man 2 are the only games I got. Uh, and the only games I'm going to going to be running with for the next foreseeable future because there may be nothing coming out which means we, we might be able to get modern warfare 3 might be able to get it but it comes in november so that's a long time if it's not already done i i don't know i don't know about that um uh, and besides i i'm i'm kind of on the fence about my warfare 3 as is that's what but, but also the fact that if if this if this keeps going the only thing we got left is voice actors and anime if that goes it's raps. We're going to have to act like normal people. <laughs> you have to go outside and touch grass. That's crazy. But that's, that's pretty much all. I have a quick freak out, geek out segment. It was going to be much longer. But with that, just two, one show I want to give credit to, to and then one movie I want to give love to. Blue Beetle is an absolutely incredible movie. That movie like hit like every possible emotion. It had action. It had a uh, heart. Uh, just like great acting. Like literally great acting all around especially in the the Jaime Reyes family and just with that I mean I saw it like last week or two weeks ago I wish we could have done a review for it but you know we were very busy and then the post flash DC uh purge you know kind of like dropped a lot of it but Blue Beetle is definitely a movie it's one of the better uh superhero live action superhero movies I've seen in a long time and then also on Netflix Bloodhounds is absolutely insane it's a K K drama in the sense but like with that absolutely incredible if you have the time to check out Bloodhounds wow if you like action and because <laughs> it has a lot of it check out Bloodhounds so with that we're going to get into our Equalizer 3 movie recap Anything you want to say before we dive right into it? Uh, this gets uh, this gets gory real quick. Um, um, let's just say uh, things is about to pop off, and this is a good capstone to the to the trilogy. All right, so we're jumping into it. Full spoilers ahead. Uh, we're going in three, two, one. So first off, we come in with bodies already on the ground. Um, so I, I invited a friend that I took to see the flash because I had to redeem myself as a movie uh, recommender. Uh, so with that, uh, the way just the movie started off, you know, bodies on the ground, we see this old man and his, uh, I I'll say uh, grandson for the time being, um, bodies all over the floor, just one dude waiting outside. I'm like, why is this man waiting outside? And we see all these dead people because I thought he was uh, in trouble. Uh, the old man from like a different gang and they were like holding him uh, hostage. He was in trouble for a whole different reason. Ah, yeah. Yeah, let's just say uh, man's man decided to just do the absolute worst uh, idea and and run a whole criminal empire. And as such, uh, he, he caught the attention of one Robert McCall. And as he's walking through the, the carnage that besought his entire manor, he goes to the basement where, I mean, to the cellar, to the wine cellar, my bad, my bad, where he yeah. essentially gets uh, absolutely wrecked by uh, by Robert, who just effortless, effortlessly took out the two guards, shot, uh, shot old boy, then used the shotgun and then shot him right in the, uh, right where the sun don't shine. <laughs> and... 
see, um, for the awards, we could have done the gruesome death, but like we had to do other stuff. But the fact that he put the gun in the dude's eye and then shot his brains out to shoot the other guy was insane. Yep. And this also wants to go to a point where I just want to mention how uh, apparently black people just do not know how to act in the theater because uh, especially the older the older female population, if you will. Oh, no. Uh, when I was in there, every time something popped off, this woman who sat right next to me was like, oh, you go, boy. And, and just something <laughs> you're like, you know, that's our demographic, though. So they got to chill. But but still, still, still. Just, I, agree. I just had to bring awareness to it. I just had to bring yes. this. So if in case you're thinking that it, it's all false, then nah, nah, it happens. Um, but but anyways, he goes essentially like he grabs uh some keys and he's about to leave and then he tells uh and actually I think that might actually be old boy's son. That dude was old though, but he you know it, 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 it was his kid. Yeah, this caretaker. <laughs> yeah. All right, so and and he's just like, hey, 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 little boy, I'm gonna need you to need you to stay right there. And then as he's leaving, he gets shot in the back by said boy with the shot. Have you seen The Wire? I haven't seen The Wire in a minute. Do you remember how uh, Omar died? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, dang, these kids, man. And I was just kind of like, I, I, I thought of your school of hard knocks with raising kids and how you feel about. <laughs> The screw the kids. <laughs> it's the hard knock. Well, it again, kids will not be a problem if uh we employed some disciplinary measures. Yes. So with I'll that, to find out. Yes. Yeah, so with that, we see that. Well, I didn't even notice at first that Rob got hit. Um, and then he started kind of feeling on his back, and then they just cut forward. He's in a car, and then kind of just like tails off unconscious then a dude helps him and it turns out to be a cop um so it takes place uh it's like a small port but it's close to naples and sicily um yes. city so it's somewhere in italy taking place drops him off to the doctor doctor is like yo this dude fell down he's like doctor he, he we literally just pulled a bullet out of him he's like he fell down don't make me repeat myself Lying. so he uh asked scott well not scott rob later on if um if he's a good man and he says a good or a bad man. And he says, I don't know. So that was something that gets touched on later. Just kind of fast forwarding a bit uh, with that. We see his recovery process, but we also see that there is this Italian gang. Um, do you recall the name of it? I think it's starting with a C. The Camorra. The Camorra. And they pull up and they start kind of, you know, they're they're extorting people. So we see that. Yeah. So we got like this uh, actual uh, like this actual mob gang, essentially, you see, like as Robert, he's just going around, he's just getting himself immersed in the people, you know, using a cane to immerse himself, and then he sees just out of corner's eye, like just these these hoodlums, uh, actually like harassing, and by harassing, I mean this one guy actually beating the tar out of the out of the fish out of the fish man, and and essentially like while that's all happening, like you just see Robert, he's just staring at him because he's like. And you're just like waiting on the moment, like, all right, when is he gonna just pop off and just yes. solve him? Uh, but we're gonna be waiting for quite a bit. So, but as he's recovering uh, from his injuries, yeah, because again, he got shot. So, so just speeding along, like you just see him immerse himself with people. He got himself uh, a little bay who who is uh, just who just all over this man. From the jump, I'm just like, hey, yo, do, where do I have to move to Italy? 
But uh, <laughs> dude, don't get me started on how I feel about Italian woman. We gonna keep moving. All right, we're gonna keep moving for the sake of our sanity. And then we have uh, we have this one scene where uh, Robert he's calling the CIA and 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 he's talking with this one this one woman and she's like, hey, come down here, get. Like just look into this. Just look into this area. Look into this location. Don't call me back. And then, and then he destroys the phone. So this uh this officer she ends up going. The CIA operative she goes and she finds the basically basically the the entire massacre that yes. yes. I, I was trying to paint it in a in a slightly way, but it was like no, we just calling it how it is. The massacre that occurred. He found. They find the drugs that were in the winery mm-hmm. and like he's pretty much been like asking, giving her like pointer questions like, hey, why Sicily? Yes. Why do this? Why do that? It's kind of like pointing her in a certain direction. Yeah, it was really cool uh, that being Dakota Fanning and like just them being re- reunited uh, from them. I know they did the movie Man in Time where he had to protect her when she was a girl. And just like kind of that reunion on screen was really dope to see. Uh, so with that, she, again, like you said, he's pointing different stuff out. Um, he's getting more immersed into the culture. And then after, I think we can get to the part where the fish guy gets beat up. Um, so with that, uh, we see that the mob... Well, the hoodlum, he has a mob brother that's even bigger. So this dude is like buying up property and stuff. And we see like him telling like owners of a hotel, it's like, hey, you got to sign it over. And they were like, no, we're not going to do that. And they toss, I'm guessing that was her dad out the window and like, and like ended up hanging him from that. And then they, you just see like a lot of the other things where it's just like, they're taking people out of the hotels and kicking them out. So with that, he's like the head dude. And he's like, yo, tell my, his little brother, I need you to be smart about stuff. Um, there's going to be bigger things coming up. I'm trying to make moves. And then later on, he says like, hey, I need you to really press the people of this uh, city. So with that next thing we know, all of a sudden the fish shop is on fire, which really sucked. That was like, it's like a heartbreaking scene because like he was going to pay him back. It's not like he, like he said, like, I was going to pay you back. And clearly they've been good for it. But, you know, with that, they, dogs got to be dogs and just do what they do. So then the cop that originally found McCall, he looks into the uh truck kind of see who the owner is yes and the arson yes you're right and then he didn't even really do that much all he did was like his job like he just looked in to see it like he wasn't trying to get hey just can you look yes this, this truck he wasn't trying to arrest nobody he didn't like press nobody he was just like hey who, who owns this truck and then all of a sudden like it cuts forward and it's just like hey your daughter got picked up from school early so he rushes home because he's like yo i'm the one that picks up my daughter um, the the little brother that's like kind of running the small town. He's there. Uh, two other people with uh his daughter and his uh wife, and like he's like, hey, you work for us now. You made a mistake. Uh, so like if you do anything wrong, like I'm a, I'm gonna kill your daughter essentially and your uh, wife. So then we get to the the diner scene, right? Yeah. So diner scene. He's like comes. He's like, hey, now you're my messenger boy. Again, all the people are scared of them because, like, they've been running the city for the longest time. And then <laughs> we see Big Rob McCall sitting in there, just like eyeing him down, just in the corner, just chilling. He was just in the corner, chilling, plotting. Cause, yes, because like he just still got. And then Marco, who's the younger brother, he, okay, yeah, he just, he just, he just been pressed by him because every time he's done something, 
Robert's there just staring into his soul. And and he just decides to make the the brightest move and try to press press our boy. And and then in comes a Robert. He's just saying, like, hey, listen, I'm gonna need you to do any do what you gotta do, but take it somewhere else. Yes. And then and then Mario's like, oh, so you threatened me? I was like, nah, I'm just prep I'm just prepping you, my boy. And of course, like of course, the brother, he tries to press him even more. And then Robert had to show him what it really do by putting him in a lock maneuver, which m- the martial arts in me, I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I know you appreciated that. Ooh, that's dirty. And it's like, hey, hey, hey. And made him look like a complete and total, total baby in front of everybody. I thought he was going to make him poop himself because he said, he, like, I can make you do that. Yeah, yeah. He was like, hella, once I get to pain level four, that's that's when you need brown pants, <laughs> and 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 he doesn't do that, but but it was enough to press him and like get all the goons to leave. Yes, and, and then like right before that, he actually did go on a date with with old girl Amina, which we will get to in the awards. Which I'm oh like, man, geez. but but we're gonna that's what we'll, we will cover that in the entire rest of we'll discuss. All right, moving on, moving on. So. So of course, little brother, he he pressed by all this. He pressed that he got embarrassed in front of all these people. And he's like, "So what? I'm gonna need you to go kill. We're gonna go and kill this American." And it's like, "Hey, hey, you go go to the van, get the car. van prepped, get the van prepped, and we all gonna go." Next thing you know, van comes rushing in and just runs over one person. Yes, other guy, he's in the driver's seat. He dead. <laughs> and we catch up, uh, and then we just see Robert. He just Takes systematically takes out one boy, then takes out another boy, and then in comes Marco, who he he tries to use the knife, but unfortunately he he did not see equalizer one or two, so he had to learn the hard way that not that having a knife in a McCall fight is not going to go the way you think it does. This man took out people in a hurricane. Not me. This man with a knife. What a what? Nope. And he ends up getting shanked by his own knife a million times. In his own hands, which is kind of wild. Uh, so moving on from that, of course, Vincent, who's the who's the older brother who's trying to make money moves, he's actually in league with this. Uh, he's in league with this organization, making bombs. Like he's out here, like using bombs to like blow up a uh train station. Yeah. So let me just like get the parallel plot going. So with that, um, Dakota Fanning, she's looking into it. So it, yeah, Emma. So like. It's Syrian, essentially a Syrian terrorist. Um, they use these amphetamine drugs that were found in the original place um, that McCall like did at the beginning. And then with that, uh, the cop is also crooked. So like she's onto him. And then, yeah, so they start finding stuff out and then there's an explosion. So, yeah, back to you. Yep. And uh, of course, like as they like Emma, she's there. But before that, she actually does have a conversation with McCall because she finds him and they just end up talking and oh, essentially cool. like he's essentially like she's she's basically been getting trained by this man, basically, because he's been like leading her in like certain directions. Like, hey, hey, look into this, look into that without saying directly to do that, which I find like was really nice. Like, hey, I'm giving you the I'm giving you the breadcrumb. You just you just figure yeah. it out there. He was like, he would just ask the question and she'd be like, hmm. And then like, yeah, like you said, follow the breadcrumb. Yeah. And then of course, like she gets to the point where she has to, like, she's about to go interview this one guy. And then she gets a call from McCall telling like, hey, you're looking in the wrong direction. And he's like, what you talking about? Boom. There's an explosion from the car that she was about to get into. 
And, and you're just like, hey, yo. So she's pretty much left in the hospital after that. And and of course, the little brother, I mean, older brother, Vincent, he kind of lost his complete and total marbles because <clears throat> he lost his brother. And he's like, you know what? Screw everybody. He chops off the corrupt police chief's hand. Mm-hmm. He essentially goes out to the village. He grabs the police chief. The police officer, Gio. He was going through it, man. Yeah, and shoots his ear off. I'm like, come on, man. Dude, let this man do that. In the middle of the street, and it's like, and all the people are there watching. He's like, who killed my brother? Who killed my brother? Bring him out here, and and I will, I'll spare y'all. Or mm-hmm. I'm going to kill everybody here. And, and, of course, like, Robert, he comes out there. He's like, hey, look, I'm, I've been sent here for some reason. I love the people here. I love everything that has to do with the people here. So I want to stay. So, hey, listen, leave these people alone. I'll go with you. All right. And he get, puts his guns down and everything. And right as things were about to pop off, Enzo, the doctor, comes in with the shoddy. And then everybody decides to pull a 2023 and pull out yes. phones <laughs> and start recording everybody, recording all the mobsters. And Vincent, he was ready to try to pop off, which which would have ended badly for him anyways, but yes. that's neither here nor there. And but like it's his it's his advisors like, hey, look, they're recording us. We don't want this going public. Just yes. leave. Which I'm like, well, it's too late for y'all now. Just just make <laughs> And that was the end of the movie. Exactly. Like <laughs> it's too late for y'all now. Like there there's no going back. Cause because they go back to their to their high rise and like all right we gotta find our plan and and bro's like no our plan is kill the american and and in game yo man uh mccall was literally like yo i'm gonna be here because they said we're gonna come back tomorrow we're gonna kill everybody he's like don't worry i'll be i'll be here i'll be waiting for you (laughs) essentially his like mansion and this man mccall Remember, the movie opened with him taking out an entire compound. Like, he's done this before. I believe it was either the start of Equalizer 2 or the end of Equalizer 1, where he, like, went to, um, was it Russia? And then took out, like, essentially did the same thing because he was, like, in the dude's house. And then, like, he cut on the lights with, like, water on the floor. So wild. And so, like, this is what he does. So, like, um, I feel like two people got, I'm trying to recall all the kills. Two people got straight up sniped. Um... One person got choked out, decapitated, because he used like the um the rip wire, rip cord, he raised a wire. So like you didn't know he was decapitated at first until later. Um, another dude got straight up stabbed, right? Yeah, he got straight up shanked after thinking a car went off. And then one person uh got well, it wasn't completely bride of Chucky, but he got tossed through the glass window and he was hung, hung up. Uh, so yeah, it was a cool scene where we see uh Vincent. He is like kind of like feeling blood drop on him as he was sleeping. And then all of a sudden, just boom, his vans fell out. And then he was walking around his house, calling out his boys. And you should see shadows running around because he's really him. And it's sad, too, because like visiting, he, you can tell this man t- terrified for the first time in his life. He has glass in his feet, which, which kind of had me just squirm a little bit. Yes. Because like if anything... We leave my feet, we leave feet out of this. I would, cause I was literally thinking when the thing crashed, I was like, dang, I, I feel like there would be glass on the floor, even though you got out of the way. And then you just see him like walking on glass. And you're like, oh. Uh, but, but yeah, it's like, and then he eventually comes across McCall and McCall uh, cleans his clock, uh, literally. And, 
and figuratively. But then, and then he just wakes up, like just tied down, and this is savage. This is savage. This and this is probably the the worst thing I've seen this man do. Which was like he basically made him OD on the drug that he was using. And he's like, all right, you got about six minutes left to live before this this thing takes you out. And then he unties this man. <laughs> and this man, Vincent, just starts running for his life. All the while, McCall, he's just calmly walking right behind him. Michael Myers just walks him down. Just, just walks him down out the mansion into the street. He gets run over by a car. <laughs> and McCall just there looking. And then he just gets up. And, and all the while, while he's doing this, he is singing some spirituals. Yeah, he's singing some Negro spirituals. <laughs> this was wild. And then he like essentially, because uh, uh, I believe he said, yeah, Vincent, your heart is going to essentially explode uh, because of all that. It was like an amphetamine type uh, drug that they were taking. And yeah, he dies, kicks him over. He takes the apple and just walks off. And then we see a celebration cuts to the end. And like essentially because he was saying, um, he said earlier, I feel like this is the place where I belong. Um, but we also another important note, the whole key to the reason that he was in Italy is because um, the dude was like a cyber hacker type thing. So he would siphon off pensions, uh, different funds and stuff like that. So he took 300, I got to say it specifically, $366,400, right? Yeah. So he took that much from just like this random dude that he got, gave a lift uh, drive to. And then he, he tells this to Emma while she's in the hospital because it was all connected. So she essentially gets a promotion because of that because she kind of like helped put the things together that he uh, led her to. And so just with that, he tells her, hey, well, she's like, that's all you did it, you know, that's all you took with all the money that was in there. And like, why do you, why do you even do this? And he's like, you'll understand why. So cuts later back in Boston. So she's the one that gives the money to the dude. And that was a really touching scene because they were about to sell their home because of this. Like he lost his entire, everything he worked for, he lost it because of this like one dude. Uh, so just to have that back. And then towards the very, very end of it, we see that uh, she gets a gift in her new office and it's the daughter of his friend that died in Equalizer 2. And that was shocking. Yeah, that that almost had me in tears, bro. I was like, oh no, she's, yeah. It's so only not know that. Yeah, it was like this man McCall. He had he had to make sure baby girl she she good. She had to make him. She had to make sure she was him and and everything just so he could. And then he retires in Italy with uh with everybody, and he's just out here celebrating because I think like they're yes. one. Yes, and I don't know if they won a football game or they won the World Cup. I don't know. I believe it was football. <laughs> Yeah, it, it had to be football, but I don't know if it was just a game or the world. I think it's just their team because it was blue and the Italy colors are blue. Ah, all right. So they just won a game. So they all celebrating. They having a yeah. party. And he's just out here being a whole goofball and partying. Turning up. Yeah. So, and that's how it begins. So with that, anything you want to talk about or just jump to awards since we're on a time crunch? I mean, it is what it is. We we know McCall be McCalling. And, and yeah, let's, let's go ahead. Keep it moving. All right, so now we are ready for our Equalizer 3 Movie Awards. All right, so for our first award, something that we've been talking about for for the entire show that we... <laughs> it's, it's the Rizzler Award. Um, 
it can go to only one person, not McCall. It has to go to Amina because she was rizzing this man up on the level that I have not seen a woman riz someone up in a long time. Um, just like uh, with that, he initially ordered tea and she was like, no, you're not drinking this. You're drinking coffee. And he was like, okay, I'll drink coffee. Had this man shook. Uh, then the other one, the bar that she gave him where she was like, do you have anyone at home cooking for you? No, and he like, was, who cooks your meals? Then? Yes. Yes. And he was shook speechless he didn't know how to react and like he he was like I, 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 no one it's like i cook for myself she was like yo let me show you real food um yo that hat looking nice or whatever and uh there's something in the fish shop that she said to him as well um but i know she like commented on the hat in the fish shop and she was just giving him the eyes the entire movie i mean like huh i know we said we're gonna try to stop simping because i've been told by uh parties that there are people spy on us and giving us feedback about that so that's why we're trying but i will say this one thing uh for our women listeners you can it's okay to make the first move um do not be afraid of making the first move meets do you have anything to say all i have to say is for women please make the first move because at, at least for for a couple people, uh, I'm not gonna name names uh, or anything at all. We're keeping it anonymous, but uh, some people are really genuinely like clueless on what y'all's intentions are, and some people are just genuinely clueless to be like, uh, we don't know what in the world uh to do. We we overthink things. Uh, this is just in the mindscape of the guy. So so if you if you can do anything to to curb uh people's uh minds their thoughts and their feelings please do so it'll make everything easier in the long run and we can just just have a good time overall also with that um men are not used to being hit well most of men aren't used to being like hit on or make being the first move made upon them so their special defense and defense points are very low and then they're also be a trained to be a gentleman so the odds of them saying no are also low so with that amina uh we will continue to simp in our dreams come get this rizzler award all right so for my next award it has to be the please please just 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 die award goes other to none other than marco we we talked about this for the entire movie just how this man been plotting this man been doing devious things against the people the people in Italy and and like he just did too much and he needed to go like when he first beat up the fish man and then when he first hit the uh and then we we first hit the fish man then burned down his place oh yeah and then uh just straight up going after our cop I'm like nah this man needs to go and go he did so Marco just 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 go ahead and die for me thank you all right so speeding along we have the Reunited and It Feels So Good Award. So this can only go to Dakota Fanning and uh, Denzel Washington just because, again, they were in um, Man on Fire before and just like seeing them on the same screen uh, and then just like exchanging like those barbs within the movie were really cool to see. So please come get the uh, Reunited and It Feels So Good Award. Yep. And then next up, uh, we, we already got one brother down. It's time for the other brother to get up here with the Mess Around and Find Out Award. This this award is, goes to 
to this man because of the fact that he decided to want to pull up inside a press of McCall. And and just for that, he he learned what true humility is. He learned what uh, true pain is. This, his world shall know pain because uh, his world knows death. Uh, he knows what it's like to OD. He knows what it's like to get absolutely punked like a little girl. Um, so, yeah, for all the actions that he had and for the fact that he uh, went out the way he did, especially for uh, sending that that old man out on the out on out to get hanged like that he thinks wild. this is a uh, slave times. I'm going to need to take him out. So R.I.P. to to Vincent. Get this uh, mess around and find out award. All right. So for this next word, we have the Hemothy Award. It's a new word, uh, new award. Uh, it can only go to someone that is him. Um, and so it can only go to McCall. This dude, Robert McCall, was literally just going crazy the entire movie. He's literally about to get the next award. So I will allow my brother to share some more. Because the last award is the Black Air Force Award. And as he mentioned, it only goes to McCall because... This, this doesn't just apply to Equalizer 3. This applies to Equalizers 2 and 1. The man been on timing ever since he was introduced, all right? With with all the uh, shenanigans, with all the things that he's done, um, I, I can only think, like, one of the big ones was when he uh, decided to go press up all them boys for what he did to Amy in Equalizer 2. Um, and, and, like, taking all their money is like, <laughs> thank you, thank you. And you didn't realize she was safe, all right? But, but this movie, he was on some different timing. This, this was probably one of the few times he, he hit up two, not one, but two mansions of murder. Uh, he died, he killed X amount of people, and the fact that he was, and he still was just a goofball at the end of the day by, by you know, goof, goofing off and dancing. He still, he was, he let himself get rizzed up because he doesn't know what to do and he just loves it here. And plus he decided to raise up our girl, Dakota Fanning, Emma. So, you know, it, it only goes to to really him. Uh, hey, you get both of these awards. All right. So with tears, we didn't have time to kind of flesh out the full thing. So we're going to go with hit or miss. I believe we're both hitting on this one. Well, I'm hitting this about as hard as that guy who got hit by the car. <laughs> yes. So this this movie definitely hit. If you have time, uh, check out Equalizer 1, Equalizer 2. I know that's kind of a recommendation. But moving forward, you're going to get into our sponsor for the day. All right, so our sponsor for the day is the Enzo uh, Enzo Clinic, where you can come and get yourself healed from a variety of illnesses and injuries. And just know that it is a private institution and they know how to take care of you like you're one of their own. Just remember, you just have to know whether you are a good man or a bad man. If you're a bad man, we have a special place for you. It's called the McCall. So please be a good man and come see the Enzo Clinic today. Yes. And with that, most injuries are classified under just, you know, falling down. So next segment is something that we have not done in a long time. It's actually one of our favorite segments, but it is called Make Your Case. And with that, we're going to go into a action film theme. Make your case for it. For the first question, top action star of all time. Ooh, that's that's gonna be a tough one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this because there's too many of them, especially like like nowadays. Like if I say like it depends on the era, you know. Ooh, that's probably fair, but yes, because you know, like in the 80s slash 90s, I I kind of give it to Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
Because it's like it's between Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone. Like they're yes, that's just the main two from that era alone. And then you get to nowadays, and then you start seeing like Denzel Washington. You start seeing uh Keanu Reeves and Keanu Reeves and Keanu Reeves. All right, so so yeah, I'm tossing it up between them four. So you're not giving it to our our favorite Mission Impossible guy <laughs> or any of the Bonds. <laughs> okay, I'll give it to uh to Craig. All right, Daniel Craig. I'll, I'll give it to him because he actually out here. Pierce Brosnan, he he actually good. So is Sean Connery. They're great. They're the greats. Um, but, yes, but still. A uh, dude that popped into my head was Michael Jai White, but his mo- his movie quality isn't as high as the others is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think it's tough. Uh, I, I, I like in my heart want to go Sylvester Stallone, but Keanu Reeves is like 30 years in between his like reign at top. If you go from Matrix to John Wick. So that's tough. Ah, that's rough. That's rough. Okay, in, in my heart of hearts, I I have to give it to John Wick. Uh, just just seeing what the ethics that this man and the efforts that this man went through—that's fair. In order in order to achieve what he could do in John Wick is it is next level. I can't think of any other actor who has done that extreme of training, other than Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor for the prequels. So with that, I think we're both going to roll with Keanu at the moment. Oh, but I really wanted to go with uh, our boy Sloan. This one, I think we're going to agree as well. Which real life action star would you want to protect you in your prime? Well, in their in their prime, in their prime. Hold up, hold up. It, it, it kind of cut out there. Yeah, yeah. and. Oh. All right, and now we're back. All right, so in their prime, ooh, I gotta go, Keanu Reeves, because ooh. of the training that he went through. I was like, you already knew the answer to that one. Yes. All, all I had to think was, all right, so do I want Matrix John, Matrix Keanu, or do I want John Wick Keanu? Because he actually went through the training. Yeah, it's like which one do I want? Because both of them are on timing. I feel like, see, like, if you go Matrix one, he can throw hands. But, like, if you go uh, John Wick one, he can throw hands and he has the guns and swords and horseback ride. Okay, so John Wick, Keanu. All right. (laughs) Yes. Easy answer. All right. So, for our third one, we are excluding John Wick. Ah, from Because I had to think about it. I'm going to ask the question first and I'm going to say why. So which fictional non-superpowered superhero character would you want to protect you? I feel like John Wick isn't a human <laughs> because he fell off of the top of a hotel and lived and he still came back for more. <laughs> this man <laughs> fell out of a two-story window onto a car, got hit by multiple cars, fell down all of those stairs and still fought back. I don't think he's human. So who do you have? For going down them stairs twice, but uh, ah, well, if I can't have John Wick, I have to give it to McCall because 
He's basically black John Wick. That's and um, mm-hmm. I was going to also say like if there was even another option, Neo. If I was in the Matrix, okay, I am going with Rambo. Um, I need, I need those skills. If Rambo is protecting me, I think I'll be good. If we're talking non-superpowered, non-superhero characters, he's just gonna have me hiding, and then he's gonna like take everybody out systematically. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, can I? I was about to say, can I get Johnny Cage? <laughs> <laughs> Like M- MK1, Johnny Cade, please. All right. So with that, that is Make Your Case, uh, something we hope to do more in the future. Um, so we're going to move forward to recommendations and plugs. All right, so definitely, as I said, the Equalizer movies is definitely a recommendation for me. Um, if you want to also have some more like vigilante, super soldier-esque uh, movie, John Wick, one, two, three, and four. Uh, you can catch all of those. I believe they're still on HBO Max, or as I like to call it, Max now. Um, I think one of them is on Peacock. It's a very weird situation with rights. Ew. That yes. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like you you watch that. Uh, watch like any of the Matrix films. Like just just generally, if you want to just have good fun, good action. Heck, you can even watch Die Hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just watch Die Hard. Like you. You have you have an unlimited amount. Watch Predator. Watch the first Predator movie because that one. Oh, one too. That's what I got. I'll go with Rambo just because I mentioned it. Uh, another one I haven't seen it, but I heard it's really good. It's called Nobody. In terms of like the uh, person, you know, the dude that plays uh, Saul Goodman. Oh yeah, that movie. It's like he plays essentially a vigilante that's out of the game and he has to come back into it. I heard it's super good. I haven't seen it, but. That's definitely something that I uh, would want to check out and that I recommend. And there's a lot of other like uh, vigilante. They pulled me back out. So you can you can find that <laughs> just on action and stuff like that in crime. Yep. I'm sure that's the category on Netflix. But exactly. But getting into our uh, plugs, you know, we got ourselves our Instagram and our X account, uh, BlurCity22 at gmail.com. That's also our email address, uh, but BlurCity22. And then you also have ourselves our Threads account, which is also under the same name. And in those accounts, we also have the link to our Discord find page. Uh, you know, give ourselves a nice little community where we can talk about different shenanigans. We also have ourselves our YouTube and our Patreon under Blurred City Pod, where you donate a little cheddar, get access to very exclusive episodes like our character analysis of one Nagato Uzumaki, aka Pain, aka the greatest villain. Don't at me. And then we also have ourselves our again our uh email blurredcity22 at gmail.com submit geek out freak out submit uh random fan theories submit questions submit uh thoughts on like our different shows that we're reviewing and just things of that nature and then finally i am the rogue jedi on tiktok with however long we got tiktok left because there's a movement going on and plus uh with the with all these strikes that are going on, TikTok may be going too. Um, but that's all I got. What you have? All right. So for my individual author pages, my Instagram, Mitri underscore dash. That is M-A-T-R-I underscore D-A-S-H. For my X slash Twitter, we have at the Mad Dash 16. And just with that, next week, we will be giving a Nun 2 movie recap, just like I said. Um, we're also going to be doing Ahsoka series, all eight episodes. So from, you know, September bleeding into October, 
And then also what you can expect from September and October, we're going to have a few more creators come onto the podcast, interviews, like some um, particularly comic book based like that. So with uh, any words of encouragement, I have some advice that I might want to give, but what do you got? Uh, my main one is it, it's actually posed as a question. At the end of the day, are you a good man or are you a bad one? And just know that whatever answer you may have, it's not too late to change that perspective even now. My word of advice is if somebody appears to really be like that, that means that they're really like that. They don't test them. So with that, it's not goodbye forever. It's just goodbye for now. And that's the Blair City Podcast. See ya later. Later.